Hello everyone, I'm Grace and welcome back to Follow the Gap podcast. So it was Thanksgiving last week and I wanted to record this episode kind of as like Thanksgiving reflections, things I'm grateful for. But honestly, in these past couple weeks, I've just been in a slightly unmotivated slump of some sort. Um, I feel like I've been putting off a lot of things and just like really tired for whatever reason. Um, It's already December 2nd today, so obviously my Thanksgiving reflections are already a little bit late. But um, I outlined this episode, I guess, like a week ago, and I just every day since then was too lazy or just thought I had other things to do. But um, I haven't read this outline since I wrote it, so I guess we'll just go through it and see what my current thoughts are. Um, so what I wrote down were some things that I'm grateful for this year. So the first piece is, um, I guess, three things, patience, acceptance, and empathy. Um, and I think this relates to a lot of my own personal growth. So I've probably said this in other episodes maybe, but 2022 has felt like the most challenging year of my life so far and I definitely think um, it's one that has forced me to grow up in a way that I wouldn't have been able to understand or necessarily visualize before all the things that happened this year. Um, like I, I think as someone who tends to reflect a lot and probably overly so and just like like to think about all these things relating to my personal growth for a while now I've always thought of myself as like oh I'm really mature for my age or like I've already grown so much but I think this past year has uh, challenged me in a way that has forced me to confront a lot of my own imperfections and ways that I was actually still pretty immature so Definitely, it's been an overwhelming year. Um, It's made me have to deal with a lot of my own insecurities. And I think, in general, it's just challenged a lot of the ways that I've grown comfortable thinking. So, a lot of self-perceptions and a lot of, like, I guess, patterns of thinking and feeling that I had previously been quite secure in, I realized maybe don't encompass the full picture or um, they just need to evolve as I evolve as well. Um, And so one feeling I've kind of identified throughout this year is um, this sense of like normalcy or just identifying with being this quote-unquote normal girl I think again like before this past year when I was in college and prior I had sort of like grown comfortable in thinking of myself as someone that's really secure and like generally unaffected by things and 
I don't know exactly what the root of that is. I think it was definitely true to some degree, but it was also a nice defense mechanism probably where because I had that self-perception, it allowed me to detach from feeling uncomfortable emotions or acknowledging them. Um, and I had been lucky enough to just like, I guess, not have any major life challenges or events that forced me to think of myself differently. Um, all that to say, I think in the past year or so, I've had to acknowledge a lot of my own insecurities, some of which were made evident during my past romantic relationship, which makes sense because mm, a romantic relationship is often one where you're fully vulnerable with another person and I think that trust and safety to be fully yourself is often where you get to see all the ways that you're imperfect um and i think because of the challenges we faced throughout our relationship i also had to learn to deal with a lot of negative emotions and sad feelings i guess um i think it was particularly hard because not only was I dealing with these like negative feelings but I also was dealing with this belief that I shouldn't feel this way because I am not this way like my thoughts would be like oh I feel sad but I don't think I should feel sad or I don't think I should feel insecure because I don't identify as an insecure person um and I think that's something that kind of trapped me and just like made the insecurities and the feelings worse so I'm glad that I learned from that and I've become a lot more accepting of my own emotions and just like able to realize I don't have to be a black and white person like obviously everyone is multifaceted and you can have insecurities while still being a secure person um it doesn't have to conflict so yeah i think i've gotten and am still getting to a more mature point where i can acknowledge my own emotions and things that are not necessarily in my control be aware that um like emotions will come and go and um, I, as a person, will also continue to evolve and change. And yet, all of this does not conflict with the confidence that I've already developed in myself and continue to strengthen in myself as a secure, competent, and independent woman. I think for a long time, I thought that I lost this sense of self this version of myself as a strong, independent woman when I was in a relationship and um, had so many insecurities and like uncertainties about my life. Um, but I think working through it and coming out of that, I realized that this 
independent, strong sense of self, it was never lost and it is part of me and remains part of me. So now it is still part of me and I can continue to build on it and grow with it. So yeah, I think one thing my therapist has been teaching me or just like reminding me is to think and talk in and statements, not but statements. So for example, like I am a strong person and I like who I am and I also sometimes have insecurities or sad feelings. It's not a but statement. Okay, yeah, anyway. um, So the next thing I said I was grateful for um, is my therapist. So again, she's been helping me a lot with working on understanding my emotions and just, I think, creating a space where I feel secure to explore the past. Um, I've been seeing her since August of this year. And um, I think with her, I don't feel any pressure as if I should have moved on already from the past or that like there's something wrong with me for still wanting to talk about something that's ended. Um, And by that, I mean like the period of time that I was dating my ex, although not everything we talk about is specific to him. It's just that there were a lot of things going on in my life in that period and he was the most important person during that time in my life so he was very influential um and so sometimes things we talk about are you know always related to him so um i think in regards to my feelings and just the way that i've experienced and understood my emotions um for many years i've sort of identified with this like um phrase of being emotionally detached and my therapist tries to help me kind of understand the ways that that doesn't fully encompass who I am as much as sometimes like I want to say oh yeah like someone in my past told me I'm emotionally detached and I think it's true Um, for me what I identify with in terms of being emotionally detached is Um, not necessarily about the ability to be vulnerable with others because I I don't think I have a problem opening up or talking about emotions with other people. Um, But my specific definition of detachment for me is I feel like I only know how to rationalize my feelings and analyze them, but rarely do I feel feelings as feelings i usually experience them as thoughts except when i was with my ex i was able to directly feel a lot of strong feelings and i often describe to my therapist like oh it's so confusing or baffling or even just like i guess overwhelming to understand how i could feel things so strongly and it was new to me back then Um, and even after that relationship ended, the ways that I still experience emotions in my day-to-day sometimes relate very strongly to him. Like, I'll feel my strongest emotions evoked when I think about him or something reminds me of him. Um, 
And my therapist has helped me a lot with kind of reclaiming my experiences and emotions as my own and helping me see that, like, although I gave my ex a lot of power over how I understand myself and how I experience the world, I can take that power back because I was the one that gave it to him. And I can realize that I myself am capable of being a full and complex and emotional person on my own and that my emotions don't have to be activated by him, even though it felt like that is what happened. Like it did feel like in my life, my emotions were never truly, truly activated until I was with him and that he was the first person to enable me to fully experience that uh, range of emotions and that complexity of myself. Mm. Yeah, I think this is something I'll continue to think about. Um, But it does give me a lot of peace and hope to start to believe that it is all within me, that the power of these emotions, whether it's my own emotional reactions or the love that I can express and give someone else all of that is within me and although it was maybe activated for the first time by someone else now I know that I have the capability to do it and at the end of the day it doesn't have anything to do with another person it is within me yeah and so That's a big thing I've been really appreciative of. Um, And then next, some smaller or like not smaller, but equally important things I'm grateful for. Um, One is just living in a space that I feel safe and comfortable being alone in. Um, I think as I've mentioned in previous recordings i've learned that it's really important for me to create and maintain enough time and space for myself to think freely and be in my own head Um, and this is how i am able to function well i guess in other aspects of my life for example socializing doing work etc i think it all hinges on me at the baseline Um, having enough alone time to think whatever thoughts I want to think. Yeah, and so I'm really grateful for the day-to-day life that I've been able to live in New York this fall and winter. I've had a lot of fun, I think, just eating good food, having good conversations, reconnecting with old friends, and meeting new friends, and so just feeling pretty happy, content, and excited on the day-to-day, having things to look forward to, and, um, you know, just feeling really grateful in the company of people that I genuinely like to be around. And then my last point of extreme gratitude is for my parents. Um, I think their support for me, even though it's from far away, Um, it really means a lot and it helps 
me feel more secure and motivated to pursue my goals. So this episode, I also wanted to touch on, I guess, kind of like updates in my life. And I was going to call it career updates, but it's not really like a tangible career update because nothing is changing. Like I haven't done anything really. It's just a um, intended career update. So yeah, basically all I'm going to say is I've decided that I want to stay true to what I believe is my heart's deepest desire, which is to work towards a PhD eventually in clinical psychology. Um, And I think a lot of this does have to do with how blessed I feel to have my parents' support. And so I don't want to let my own laziness or like fear of failure, fear of working hard, anything like that. I don't want to let those things be the reason that I don't pursue something I want to do because I know if I don't try in my lifetime, I'll end up feeling regret for not trying to do something that I actually care about. Um, Yeah, so I'm very grateful for the factors of my life namely my parents and then also my friends um, for supporting me and helping me feel like this is something that um, I should feel free and just like confident to be able to choose. Yeah. And then my other update is actually a relationship update. So I know I feel like I talk a lot about my old relationship. But I do think it's just because it was a very formative time of my life and a period of a lot of realizations and challenges and growth. But I am in a new relationship. Um, It's been going really well so far and it's been about like a month and a half so far. Um, So I'm going to say a few like favorite things about it so far, just in the abstract. One is that I feel so at peace and calm when I am with him and I think not even just when I'm physically with him, but I feel a lot of peace and calm through him, both because of him and because of me, like how I feel in relation to him, if that makes sense. Um... I feel really stable and secure in myself and in the relationship and I feel like there's a lot to look forward to both in terms of tangible experiences that we will continue to share with each other and in terms of both of our independent growth. Um, I think we're obviously still in like the early stages of our relationship and Um, I think the pace so far has been really nice and I just can tell that we are compatible with each other in a way that we can like both support each other's growth and talk through things and just I think enjoy each other's company and also encourage each other on our own separate paths. Um, so yeah, I, I honestly am really grateful already and 
yeah, that makes me happy to think about. Um, something I wrote down is that my therapist has talked a couple times about how love is created and how a big part of creating love is through vulnerability and it's something you can be intentional about and learn and so she frames love I guess as like something that's more in your control because you can create it and nurture it instead of something that's like so big and scary and like out of your control um and I remember like at first maybe a month or so ago I kind of dismissed this idea because as much as I agree with the concept that love is created, my own lived experience with my ex did not really feel that way. Um, I think with that situation, I did not feel like I built or created anything with him, but rather that we just like naturally and instantly fell into this overwhelmingly big and complex love and emotional entanglement. Um, and I think it may have obviously had to do with our individual circumstances and the specific point that we were in of our lives. Obviously, like, having both just graduated college last year when we started dating, it's really, like, at the cusp of adulthood and growing up and figuring out a lot of things, and so it does make sense to me that, you know, we were so excited to meet and connect with each other because we both instantly, I think, felt so close to each other and it felt like this extraordinary connection that we've never had before. Um, and so, I guess being as young as we were and having quite a lot of uncertainty in other aspects of our lives, I can now, like, I guess, understand why we fell into it so kind of carelessly and strongly. Um, and for me, I think at that point in my life, I did not really have the luxury of time and space to be intentional in my thinking and be responsible and controlled in creating our love. It just, at the time, felt like such an unbelievable blessing and gift to suddenly have this person drop into my life um, who understood me so well and took care of me so well and wanted to be everything to me and I liked him so much that I also wanted him to be everything to me and I felt like I could be everything to him. And so we just latched on, I think, to each other that way, way too quickly and strongly. And probably because we didn't know any better and we didn't know, like, what it could cause. And so for me, I think learning from the mistakes and the experiences from falling too quickly into a love that became all-consuming I'm very, very grateful for how my current partner and I are progressing. Um, and right now we are long distance, so I guess partially it's because of that too. But I really feel like we've been gradually, but definitely getting closer to each other and building more understanding, intimacy, and care for each other 
while all at the same time maintaining our own independent lives and supporting each other in our separate things and just like communicating in a way that feels very balanced and it makes me feel very safe and secure in our boundaries. I think I never feel overwhelmed and I don't feel like there's like this sort of suffocating pressure or expectations. It's just mm, a really positive like added benefit to my life. And sometimes I honestly get like very emotional just thinking about how grateful I am for this and how unexpected it was to have created or entered into something like this so quickly or like not quickly but so much sooner than I thought I would because I guess I anticipated myself staying single for a while um and when I think about it just like being aware of how stable and secure I feel in this current relationship it sometimes makes me tear up um and I think it does make me viscerally believe and see how love really can be created and nurtured and it can be done in a way that's so healthy and so beautiful and not overwhelming and painful um and I think I've become a lot more open-minded and accepting with how I see or understand love as a force, which I guess is that I really don't understand it and maybe never will and that's okay. Um, but one thing is I realize I don't have to see one love or another as this one's better, this one's worse, or this one's right, this one's wrong but rather just accept them as they are and you know I think about the love that I had before in my past relationship although it did become really painful and unhealthy it was also really beautiful and pure and so it was not bad or good or right or wrong I think we just didn't know how to manage the love and as sad as it is I feel grateful that I can learn and grow from it now um, and I think just like love is not inherently good or bad right or wrong most of the times neither is a particular relationship there's so much more nuance to it and it's really a continual process of working with your partner and also working with yourself internally to become more confident in what you want and need and I think as you gain that confidence and understanding in yourself, you're better able to create a love that both fulfills your wants and your needs and the other person's wants and needs. Yeah, and then one last point about love that I wanted to talk about was I think in my past, relationship I had a really naive idealization of the power of love mm, like I think I believed that as 
I guess some people commonly say if you really love someone enough, you'll always be able to make it work. Um, I think I had this expectation on love to conquer all. Um, And it doesn't really make sense now because I'm expecting love as like an emotional force to conquer things that are practical in nature and not necessarily related to emotion. And so I think now I've just learned to take more responsibility for my own part to play in creating and maintaining and shaping this love. And I cannot expect it to just like be the ultimate force that can fix everything without me putting the actual work in to make it um, succeed. So, um, I don't know. I still obviously don't understand a lot of things or anything maybe about love, but I feel like although love is this like mysterious standalone force, it is also created between people and so that allows me to take more ownership and more like intentionality and choice. So yeah, I think it's good that I have less naive idealization that love is always like this positively powerful source that can make everything else good. Um, I think it's easy to believe that when you're young because obviously like love inherently is a positive feeling and so it felt like to me um, love can fix a lot of pain because if you just have enough love then you can work through the pain but I think love also leads to pain also Um, and that's pretty common and I still don't really know how to reconcile that in my own head in terms of like um, in the long term do you pick someone that you really 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 love knowing and accepting the risk that the love turns into pain or if you I don't know, pick someone that maybe you love a little less, but you're more practically compatible with. Um, I think what it is and what I hope is that as I grow, I will better learn how to be able to manage the pain or like the challenges that come with love. And therefore, I'll be able to have a really fulfilling and strong love while having the tools and communication to manage the difficult emotions with my partner. Um, I think it's so evident to me that in my past relationship, I was so pure in my belief of love and I just didn't know any better and I really tried to hold on to this belief that love is all-powerful And that because my ex and I loved each other so much that 
the love we had could help us work through any pain or any difficulty and it was just a choice to do it with each other um but i think in reality like although it's true to a degree that love can be enough to work through pain uh it doesn't mean that it's always the right choice to do so so i think in my situation our difficulties were certainly not like impossible to work through or deal with like it's not like a life or death situation it's not like there are major things outside of our control but i think it doesn't although the difficulties were not impossible to work through it doesn't mean that we should choose to work through them like ultimately love is not fixed and it is a choice and each person probably has a different like risk tolerance pain tolerance uncertainty tolerance and when you're choosing a partner there's just so many different factors and priorities that your hypothetically able to work through things with many people but obviously you don't choose to work through them with everyone you end up with i guess probably one person um and i don't think i know what i'm trying to say anymore but just i guess validating myself that um, not everything that's possible in life is something that we should do and it's okay that we don't end up doing everything that we could do and actually this applies both to relationships and love as well as career and just any decision i think because right now i think i'm at a point where um, i want to start focusing my life and directing my actions towards goals that are meaningful to me And with that comes sort of this loss of other priorities or like other things that I enjoy. I know I can't devote all my time to. And so there's always a trade-off when you make a decision. But ultimately, it's good, I think, to go in the direction that you want to go. Even if that means you have to put a pause or like spend a little less time on other things that you enjoy. Um... Yeah, so I think this is it for today. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a phase of not confusion, but definitely transition. And I feel like I'm at the end of something and the beginning of something. Um, And I know that I'm going to continue feeling this way for the rest of the month as the year comes to an end. And I do want to record more episodes um around christmas time because i will be spending a lot of it in new york by myself um i have a winter break from my work where my whole company doesn't work and i'll just be hanging out in new york thinking all my thoughts and hopefully we'll be able to chat through some more interesting things but yeah that's it for today thank you for listening